Well, it looks like we got the fire going. Oh, Troy. So, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, Jim. How have you been? Doing good next to this cackling fire. Mm, it feels too good, Jim. You know what we should do? We should, uh, you know, relax, talk about a couple things. You know, I got a coin in my pocket. Whoever goes, uh, whoever wins the coin toss gets to go first. Whatever's on their mind. What do you think about that? Sounds like a pretty good idea. Stop that coin. Okay, so I got a Canadian coin. Oh, interesting, since we're in America, but go on. Yeah, you know, I just have a bunch of coins in my in my pocket, in the back of my car. You know, as we're just sitting here, you know, I've just been going all the way around. I mean, I can't really go anywhere now, but been doing road trips. Nice. That's pretty good. Especially with, like, a nice car as yours. It's a, it's a pretty nice, uh... Well, it's, it's basically a cardboard box of a car, but, you know, it gets me around. Point A to point, point B. I like your thinking, Jim. Exactly. That's why we're in the middle of nowhere. Middle of the forest. And, uh, next to this cackling fire... Did I tell- did I say that we were in the middle of the forest? Oh, yes you did. I can prove it huh. since I got, uh, some poison ivy burn all over my face and arms. I thought you drove up here. I did not get that memo. But go on with the coin. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the coin. Alright, you're gonna be heads and I I guess this other side is gonna be tails. Alright. Looks like you won. Looks like you get to go first. Perfect. So to start us off, let's talk about some amazing things around the world. And one of the amazing things around the world is yeah. you guessed it. Street food. Man, I love street food. There's so much good stuff around in the streets. Look, tacos, bobs, everything around there. It's it's seriously amazing how much you can get street food, especially in a big city like New York City. Like every corner just uh, guys selling either yeah. peanuts, hot dogs, some are like, kinda of ethnic food, like Dominican food, and it's it's really amazing how much food there is in the city. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Like how often in other cities there isn't as much food that we have here in the city in New York City, but it's kind of different varieties. Like in New York, there's much more, I guess, meat eater slash fast food compared to like, oh, uh, like Cali or somewhere in South America or Europe, where it's more like I feel more ready, and it feels generally healthier over there. Hmm. What, you don't like the uh, kebabs, the chicken kebabs, or the uh, peanuts that are around the uh, street stands right next oh, no, to I Times Square? Oh, yeah. Those are healthy. Uh, yeah, I guess they're healthy, but, you know, too much of a good thing is never good for you, especially if I order, uh, let's say, six of them at once, and the guy gives you a strange look. Now, that's uh, that's too close to comfort, and to my heart. Eh. Eh, it's New York. I mean, come on. Anything is strange there. You could, dude could just be walking, you know, nude. I mean, that's normal. No, no, no. What else that is, is weird? That's very true. Like, especially with the folks that come down, it's a, uh, it's a fun yeah. city. Especially when it gets more to dusk, the strangers comes out, and and the people at the bars, they yeah. uh, they really like their street food. That's true. I can uh, recall a couple of times when I've uh, I won't get into it. But it was a good couple of times, some good food out there. These are the, the uh, halal guys. 
cooked all the uh, kebabs with a nice side of rice. Mm, yeah, that's mm. a that's a classic one. I love uh, getting their hot sauce, barbecue sauce, and white sauce. It's seriously delicious, and I could just eat like two dishes of them and be full for the rest of the day. They're seriously fresh and good. Ew. Hmm. I've actually... Uh, let's see. In my time in college a couple of years ago, I would just sit in front of this giant TV or as much as we can afford with two of my roommates and I. And I would just like watch street food just from Japan and Korea. Hmm. Yeah, those two places, especially Korea. I've been seeing those videos too. Yep. I'm just getting hungry and now thinking about it. Exactly. It's just... It's like a mecca of street food. There's every corner, it's prepped up. It looks like it's fresh too. I've like seen ones where just seafood and just fresh. Looks great. Yeah, it seriously looks pretty good, especially with everything in there. Mm, the sizzling. Oh, it's like a mix of an ASMR video and just a. Uh... Yeah, it's like an ASMR video for food. The guy, the, the cameraman doesn't even talk. He's not even asking questions. He, he just goes up and he stares at people's <laughs> food with his camera. He's just watching these guys cook. I'm just imagining, like, can you imagine with this weird, like, this DSLR camera with a giant boom mic, like, or a shotgun mic just attached to it, just staring intently at the chef as he's just trying to prep food for <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, and it's not even like they show the chef's face, they only show the hands. So, all, all the hand talking. Yeah, they only the show hand the hand. The whole thing. Mm. You know, some people have fetishes mm. for hands, or hunger for hands. Is that you, Jim? Mm. Do you have a hunger for hands? I only have a, I have a hunger that only hands can satiate. <laughs> that, that that's a good hunger. I like the hunger, Jim. You you and me are on the same page. Oh God. And yeah, like especially when I see those videos, I can always remember they made these giant corn dogs that look so delicious and deep fried and everything. Like, mm. it makes me just want to like mm. take the next flight out and just visit all those vendors. Yeah, I. I, uh, yeah, I'm reminded, actually, you remind me of, like, carnivals. Carnivals, amusement parks, the mix of them, like, deep-fried Oreos or, like, funnel cake. Did I, uh, did I ever tell you, this is, this is kind of, it's kind of related to this. Did I ever tell you my friend had a wish of what would happen when he turned 30? No, I don't quite recall. I won't say his name, but I will tell you that, uh, in college, when we were roommates, he... He told me that when he would turn at the age of 30, that he would have a special birthday party. And he would, like, invite a bunch of, uh... Like, he would basically have his own amusement park. Not much of an amusement park, it's more or less, like, all the street food stands in his backyard. And, like, maybe in a... I don't remember if there was, like, a, any amusement ride, like, amusement park rides. Or, like, a Ferris wheel, but he just told me, like... I was I'm gonna phrase it into the way he said it. He's like, yep, I'm just gonna grab all of you. You're all gonna sit in front of this table. We're all gonna eat like a bunch of carnival food. And man, at the end of the table is gonna be me. I'm gonna sit at the end of the table and I'm just gonna constantly eat, eat funnel cake. And I asked him, and I'll say his name, but I asked him, you're just gonna constantly eat funnel cake? He's like, yep. And I'm like, for your 30th birthday? He's like, yep. They're the clowns or the, I guess the, the carnies will just come and they'll constantly keep feeding me funnel cake. And I go, Okay, well, what's uh, that doesn't seem too bad. He's like, well, they're gonna keep feeding me until I die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, he had a lot of ideas, not gonna lie. I mean, that's like the most extreme idea. I mean, I know some people think like turning 30 is old, but uh, 
I mean, then again, I mean, yeah, funnel cake is delicious. It's just a lot of battered, deep fried batter. I mean, it's, if I don't go out, great. I'll go out like that. Yeah, funnel cake, the, the thing I love. That or donuts. Mm, man, I've had so yeah. many fried food in a long time, man. He has the right idea. He, oh, sorry, yeah, it's. Was... No, no, I was going to ask. I, I'm, I'm listening intently. I would oh, like yeah, to know your so, idea. For fried food, I would love if there's like a. I guess mm. the first time I ever had fried food was back in college, since I, I guess I grew up very eating very healthy stuff. But when I went to college, I started just eating like things like fried mm. Oreos, and I discovered the pleasure of fried dough. Man, that was a, a joy ride. And I see where your friend is coming from, and I would love to be in like, kind of same scenario, but with fried Oreos or fried dough. That would be like my uh, dream. But maybe when I'm 40. 40 would be a good, good cutoff point to me. So, you, so you're telling me you would like to just, you would like to have what would be like a death feast. Yes. At the age of 40. Okay. Okay. Well, knowing, I won't express our ages here, but knowing what age you and I are at, that that's going to be a long time, and I think you might Very change true, your mind. But, you know, my current version of of Troy says, bring on the fried Oreos and fried dough at 40. You know what? That's that's an interesting thought. So, what is American street food? Like, in my mind, I guess, thinking about it now even more. I'm not, like, thinking outside of the box of New York City. Like, I feel... I feel like American street food usually comes to my mind if I was outside of the States. Like, maybe, like... Like carnival food, carnival food, like uh, like cotton candy, funnel cakes. Like I feel like that might be the oh, actually hot dogs too. Hot dogs would be part of that too. So like the essential American oh, street yeah. food cuisine. And yeah, like, especially like anything deep yeah. fried too. That's uh, and then that's pretty much like <laughs> like American based on <laughs> all carnivals or festivals. Some like deep fried like uh, deep fried pickles. Sometimes we deep fried butter. I never had deep fried butter, oh. but. Uh, I don't know. I'll think. Yeah, oh, I'll think my heart take it, to be honest. And I, and I have like you know pretty good. Uh, I guess I'm reasonably uh, fit, quote unquote. But mm -hmm. yeah, if I ever think of American street food, I kind of think of those kind of fried food. But I feel that's mostly on in the middle states, and not in the I guess more populous states where they have more I guess healthier kind of options. I feel. Like, uh, I guess corn and cob, that'd be like one gotcha. kind of street food in a sense. That's kind of common maybe in like different regions. I believe in South America, they have, mm -hmm. I guess a good amount of people use do grilled corn on a cob. And that's pretty popular there. And I guess who doesn't love corn? Especially when it's like nice and grilled with like a little bit of butter and salt. Mmm, that sounds also good. Yeah, I guess those are common among, but like... I don't know why, but like watching other, I guess like watching like anything like Asian, Asian countries, like street foods always look pretty delicious. Like just, I could just probably watch, I could probably sit like, sit down for eight hours and just watch a YouTube stream of just like Korean or Japanese, like street food, Chinese street food. Like, I'm not sure if it's fresh, but oh, it looks yeah, delicious definitely. as hell. Since I, I feel like American is more towards the the dessert side, while Asian and other guess continents, they're more in the mm -hmm. guess meteor side. 
Yeah, since yeah. every time I think of American like uh, street foods, I just feel that's like you know very fattening and it'll get you full in like two seconds once you like start like chugging down everything. But when you mm. see uh, European street food or something in uh, Japan or Korea, it looks much lighter, especially like uh, like things like the octopus balls that, that uh, I believe is called takoyaki. Mm. It, it looks they're they're little like mini octopus balls, but they look pretty delicious, and they don't look yeah. as fattening than let's say uh, a corn dog or some deep fried Oreos or anything like that. I gotcha. Yeah, I think I think I think the not an analogy, but I I'm trying to reason it, and I think it's like American street food is more like fast food. Which isn't always exactly healthy, and I guess like in other, in those countries like Japan or Korea, it always seems like, uh, like the food is definitely not fast, but it's also it, it might not be as healthy. There's usually large portions of it, but at least it looks, at least you can you can eat it and you can go. You know, it's not too bad for me. It doesn't look too bad. It was <laughs> prepped for this long, so <laughs> shouldn't be too bad to eat. You know, it might be a lot. You know, it might be a lot more eggs or it might be a lot of uh, meat in here, but you know that's. Uh, at least I could die saying I ate something yeah, like this. Yeah, very true. And now that I think about it, there's kind of two, I guess one distinct food that's it's not really apparent in American street food compared to like Asian street food. And that's dumplings. You don't really see mm. any dumplings in American street food. It's very, I guess one way, while in Asian street food there's more of a difference with dishes they serve. And one, I guess major difference mm. I've been finding was that uh, there not there aren't any dumpling options, or I haven't seen dumpling options when I ever go to like street food or, I guess uh, festivals or or carnivals or carnivals like that. There are you know uh, Asian street food carts all around the city in different areas, but it's not one of the I guess hallmarks of when you say oh I think of um, American street food. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it might just be around around the culture we're at. I think. It might be dependent on like certain cities or but i'm pretty sure like probably like any city would have a variety of things but i'm not too sure being in new york <laughs> most of the, i think we already talked about most of the street food that we see also being in san francisco i don't really see much street food like not like like street carts that i think that's what i'm thinking like things showing yeah, up in street carts we have a bigger food truck culture especially like in cities here that's right. I, mean, I don't think yeah. food trucks really exist in most uh, other countries. I think it's mostly American thing, but I, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I didn't actually think about it. Street food is just street is a uh, sell those food trucks. Yeah, I guess actually with that being said, I, I guess uh, I take that take back that statement. I think it's there's probably a lot more variety. Yeah, I think there's a, probably a lot more variety in the uh, in street food in America, kind of like a Got mixing it. bowl. But you gotta go find it. Like, you gotta go find these places. Like, I'm pretty sure in the Midwest, you can't... It's probably a couple of food trucks, but... As they were saying, they're only, like, in certain cities. They're probably not, like, in... They're not in your suburbs. Like, you don't... You don't go around finding a food... Well, I mean, depending on what kind of suburbs you live in. So, yeah, the grid demographic and, uh... I guess the... The size of the population, but... You know, I, I guess it's kind of rare to find some kind of, like... Finding, like, a Korean taco food truck in the middle of, like, Midwest, like... Uh, like somewhere in like Kentucky, like in a suburb of Kentucky, like yeah, that would be that'd rare. That would be a pretty fun experience just finding that. 
And speaking of finding these food trucks and everything like that, yeah. Let's say you met someone. Would you take them, you know, on yeah. like a nice cozy date to a food truck or get some street food? Hmm. I think I would. I think. I mean, for me personally, I know some people would say like, no, you know, do, do you want to do the traditional route? They want to go out to like a movie or not like a movie or something like a dinner or somewhere like nice. I guess for me, it's probably easier to to kind of know a person a lot easier when you're just kind of outside eating. And that's also like a very nice scenery. You're not really you don't have to pay for the ambience. Uh, I know some people think that uh, that's kind of the cheap way of saying it. I just think it's kind of an adventure. I mean, if, if the person wants, then I'm fine going to like some kind of restaurant like a very high priced one but i think it's 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 like a more casual way it it, it makes date night or not date night in this way like dating a lot more casual i mean would uh, uh would you do it like uh, i guess like for a first few like a first date just you know just getting to know each other like you know it's not like the typical team coffee we just go hey let's get this food truck and uh, i guess for first dates how, I guess, let's put it this way. How would you, I guess, find some first dates? Would you go online? Would you go up to like a person and say, Hey, I'm Jim. I like food trucks. <laughs> I, uh, I, that is actually an interesting idea. Having a, a, a dating app that's focused or filtered around people who like uh, food trucks. I mean, this time period, it's probably you're gonna have to do it online. It's, uh, with this time, I mean, yeah, I guess you can go meet people as long as you're meeting, wearing a mask and not over exceeding the amount of people that's in a location or a group, but yeah, I guess it all has to be done online. I don't think I would, I don't think I would do a dating app just for, or I don't think I'd personally just do a dating app for, uh, for food trucks. Okay. Though that, yeah. Mm, I mean, would you do it? For food trucks, that seems too niche. I guess, Speaking of niche dating, or if you would want to do kind of niche dating, yeah, what would be a, a niche dating thing or place do you want to, I guess, uh, go into? Like sharing some kind of same huh. interests. Hmm, niche dating. I don't really, I don't know. I've used like, like Coffee Meets Bagel, Hinge, Bumble. I haven't used Tinder yet, though. Those aren't really niches. Those are... They don't really have, like... I feel like they're all the same. They all feel like they gamified the system. Actually, a couple of things I've been thinking about the last couple of days. One of them was... You know, I wonder if there's a niche dating app for people who are strongly into anime. Anime, manga, Japanese cartoons, as you will. I thought about it. I mean... It's such a niche topic. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's too niche. I feel like it's kind of generic. I feel like a lot of people will kind of benefit from something like this. Where people kind of... Like, it's a... And this might already exist. I actually haven't done... Haven't done as much research on it. I have just did, like, an initial Google uh, search. And I have seen, like, five uh, sites that pop up. But, uh... And I haven't signed for any of them yet. Ooh. Wink. It's, uh... It's probably not the app for me. But I always, like... I was curious as to, like, what what a good like dating app in that like niche should be like what would that look like like i'm just thinking like 
would you when you create a profile do you say what's your favorite like anime what manga do you watch what kind of genre do you look at and like would you get matched up with people who like the same genre i feel like it would still be very generic it's like asking someone like what movies do you like let's get matched up based on the movies that we we watch or that you and i watch but i like i, I actually would like to put an indicator in there where, where it asks you you know, how deeply are you into the Japanese culture? So, like, how... It would basically be, like, a 1 to 5, and it's, like, how <laughs> weeb are you? And that would be on your profile. So, like, you, you, an algorithm would have to match you based on your likes, but also match you up on your weebness. Like, oh, I, I guess a good name for this app would be called, like, Weebly, or Weeby. Weeby. <laughs> Weeby. Yeah, Weeby. There's so many dating apps out there, and some of them are just, like, focused on these niches. Like, there's a dating app out there that focuses on kinks and, like, fetishes. I don't actually remember what the name of that app was. I just remember someone got, like, the, the founders got, like, a seed round funding for this this, this kink fetish dating app. Um, and that just, like, sparked in my head. I'm like, why doesn't everyone just create, like, a dating app for everything they like? But I, I really like the idea for Weeby. I, I just like I just like that you would have like a scroll bar or like a prompt would go up and it's like one to five, one being not that weeb and like five being like Hikigamori, you barely leave your house. <laughs> you, you you barely leave your house. So like Hikigamori is just like a shut in <laughs> in in Japanese terms, it's like a person who is very they're not anti social. They're they're anti quotation like social. So they I I guess I guess that is a terminology. They don't really, they don't, I don't think they hate people. They might. I don't, I try not to make that assumption, but they're just very like, they don't, they don't really want to be outside to socialize. So like, I would like to, I would like to see this kind of app just so that I can play around with the scroll wheel and see who like, like who would use this. Also, just to make it even more fun, you don't use actual images. So you, you don't use like actual images of yourself. You know what your icons are going to be? What? It's gonna be your anime character that, like, there's gonna be a database of all these anime characters as, like, a profile, like, image, <laughs> and you get to select one of them. So, like, let's say if you're, like, uh, if you're, like, uh, Cowboy Peepoop, Cowboy Peepoop, you're gonna be able to, like, select, uh, Spike Spiegel, or, uh, if you're, like, Fate. I don't know any of those characters in Fate. I am not a big fan of that series. Watched, like, one episode of it, not a big fan. But uh, then you can select one of those characters. Like the entire time you're swiping left and right, and the only thing you know about the person is maybe their name, and you'll just know their likes. I mean, I feel that could really work. And uh, just a side note, you should really watch, you know, some more Fate. Give you Archer. No. Not not Archer from Archer. No. But, you know, Archer from Fate. Or or you could put Archer from you know Archer no. in there. You know, just like mixed up. No. No. Come on. Who doesn't love Archer? No. I. No, I'll rather watch Serial Lane, one of my favorite. It's it's <laughs> saying this now. It sounds like a like a masochist like saying this because Serial Lane itself is like a mind boggle of a series. Like I, I don't know if anyone listening to this actually knows Serial Lane is, but it's a it's a very uh, interesting anime. Would you say would you recommend it? I don't know if I would recommend Serial Lane to to normal people. It's kind of a it's kind of a big brain series, or a or a square brain series where none of it makes sense. Serial Lane is basically about a 
I'm not gonna spoil it. Even if I told you what the plot was, it wouldn't make sense. It's just, it's about a child who <laughs> tries to get into... It, I'm gonna paraphrase what I believe would happen, and I could be horribly wrong, and I probably have to watch it again. Where a child goes... The child questions, like, life or reality in a way, and somehow, somehow gets into situation. I'll just say that. I, I've never seen it, but... You know what? You, you motivated me. I'll probably watch it sometime in the near future. Troy, that sounds painful. I don't, I, I don't think my explanation would motivate anyone. I mean, it's not as painful as Poison Ivy, so... I think I should be good. I, poison Ivy... I guess stings. Uh, physically, but at least Poison Ivy goes away. Serial Lane will be in your mind. Probably, like, until you remember that... I, that I or someone else said serial uh, I, I think I can handle it. I'm a pretty tough guy. I'm like 9 foot tall, 300 pounds. I'm a stick. But uh, anyway, so, about the, that uh, slider slash uh, listing your favorite animes, would this be like, kind of like a desktop mm -hmm. app? Would it be something like on your phone? Or would it be just like all over the place? Like you, know, you can put it in your iPhone, you put it like on your, you know, like you can use it via Chrome. Yeah, I, I think this app would have to be mobile. It would have to be a mobile app, probably for... Right, like for Android and iOS. I It's actually something you brought up to me that's also interesting. I think a good integration for this app would be, like, uh, Mangalot or Mangalot or, like, Mangadex. What is that anime anime list? It's, uh, it's like one of those sites where you kind of voluntarily put in, like, the anime that you've seen and you share with your friends. I guess it's basically like a like one of those uh, uh, websites where you store like you you keep track of what you've been mm -hmm. watching or what you've been reading. I guess like that would be a good integration. Like, could you imagine you swipe? I mean, you don't swipe yet, but you look at the person's you look at the person's profile, you look at what they like, and then you're able to access their profile account on like one of these anime list sites, and you get to figure out like what what were they watching the last few days or. What what did they finished up and you can uh, kind of compare a list? Idea, like you know, just like uh, for some of those popular dating apps, they uh, have Instagram enabled, so you yeah. can pick your Instagram and exactly do, like, my anime list and they show like the most recent watch history or top ten animes that you've been watching. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess my anime list is basically like the social media for for manga or manga readers or anime watchers. I guess it's a uh, that's a that's an interesting one. An anime, my anime list has been here for a while, actually. And I guess back in the day, hmm. way back in the day, there's this thing called Anime Planet that uh, was also similar to my anime list, but I'm not sure if it even exists anymore. And on that note, does Control have that kind of same functionality where you can like share like what anime you've been watching or anything like that? Mm, yeah, why not? I mean, as as a so using something like let's use Tinder or Bumble as an ex example. Like when you swipe left or right, and then you like get matched with that person, you can message them. I guess uh, you can give them you can give a prompt. Like it would be not maybe not a question prompt, but like when you get into the group messaging part of it, when you message the other person, you'll be able to share your your list. Uh, maybe share your like type like your top five like list like it's like an automatic thing that's pulled from my anime list or some kind of like uh, manga slash anime list website so you can automatically show it to the other person. I don't think that'd be hard to do, but uh, I think that's something you should do. I mean, like you're you're using 
the problem with this is that this site is geared towards people who's who are like in a level of weebiness. Like to for you to be for you to go into this, you have to you would have to decide like normal dating apps don't work for me. I'm gonna go and use this weeb dating app because truly I should be able to find someone who understands me through the anime or manga that I've like read or watched. I mean, it also uses a BLS user something since I guess a good amount of people are on like various dating sites. So if you just like you know one more yeah. to their batch of. Just uh, size I use. Yeah, this is an interesting idea that's just been molding over my head. I mean, it's like making a dating app is not hard, I don't think, and making something like this so niche, like I I, I can't even think of the I I know the demographic that would use this. I mean, I mean, in my head, I know the demographic I'm trying to reach if I were to make an app like this. I would I I I'm not gonna lie to you, Troy. I would probably jokingly make this. And then just see how big it could get. <laughs> like, like I would probably just market the shit out of it. Even before I would make it, I would market it. Like, I would, before getting to, like, a minimal viable product, or, like, even getting to a product level to hand over to users, I would make, like, I would do all the marketing campaign for this. Um, have you ever heard, so there's actually, there, someone did a similar case with this. Mm, I never heard. So the so there's like three guys, three or four guys, I don't remember how many, but they created like a fighter app. It, it was like a, it was like an app where where you can get match with people, where you meet up and you fight Wait, what? them. What? No, that, that that that's real. That's not real, right? No, no, no. So that that was all a marketing ploy for a fictional application, but they marketed it so well that people like they got a lot of traction. Like it's basically like one of those marketing. Like uh, not a, not a ploy, but it was like one of those like big marketing, uh, yeah. And it, it was funny because like they got so much traction on this fake app that has no download. Like you, if you went to their website, it was just like a blank page saying that it was not a blank page, but it was just like, like it, it looked like an actual like website, like one of those like product websites where it's just like a one pager, and then like at the yeah. bottom you have a download. Like they they would just have that. They would just have the one page you're at the download and then you can just like you can see like how they're trying to market it to you and it was just basically like swipe left or right if you're gonna go fight like fight them it was like um it's like that movie well we don't talk about it but it's like that movie about that club where you go and you do oh, okay. you do about things yeah about that club i mean we don't talk about that yeah exactly but it's it was fantastic because these three guys actually got jobs as marketers and like higher up companies because they were able to market something so well that didn't oh, even wow. exist. They had some pretty good skills to like just achieve that. Exactly. And I think like for me to make sure that I'm able to hit the right target of audience like for Weeby or Weebly, probably Weebly. I think Weebly is actually owned by something. W-E-E-B-L-Y I think is always something. So I'd probably use like Weeby. Like <laughs> that's such a good name to actually Weeby. But um... Yeah, I would use like Weeby. I would market the shit out of it. I would create so many flyers, <laughs> so many like graphics, and then I I would just see how much traction I get. And then if it was a lot of traction, I don't know if there would be a lot of traction for this because I don't think a lot of people are. Well, I, I guess I would be marketing in the wrong country. I, I would guess I would try to market in Japan, where manga and anime are the biggest uh, in the market. But uh, yeah, it would be it'd be something. Oh, I, I guess for marketing in Japan. 
I guess one question is, uh, what, uh, how does dating work in Japan? Are they more, I guess, more forward where they just ask out in person, or are, do you think they're more typically doing the dating online and using like, apps like Tinder or Bumble? I I'm not sure if uh, Bumble exists in Japan. I, I don't know what kind of dating apps are, uh, I guess, the, the big ones in like foreign countries. They probably do have their own dating apps that's geared towards their, I guess, ex accessibility based on the language. I, I guess Bumble could be translated into like into Japanese, but I don't think it's huge market there. I actually don't know. I don't know if there are dating apps in Japan. There probably are. I'm just gonna make that assumption now. I think there's probably are. I'm not sure. I've never heard of any of them before. Then again, I'm not. I'm not dating in Japan, but I think. Watching a lot of like documentaries on Japan or like watching a lot of I guess like YouTube videos on it I feel like Japan is a very conservative like they, they have a very conservative style, but I, I do I do think You know, I, I'll take a little weebness into me I'll take a little weebness out of me, you know I'll say you looking at from the animes or reading the mangas. I think <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna make an assumption on their culture based on a cartoon that I've seen and uh, it seems like uh, they'll do to do like a very formal way of I asking. Mean, like love letter kind of deal? Yeah, like a love letter. <laughs> I mean, hey, if it works, it works. I... I guess it does. I, I I guess it does. I mean... I feel like over there it's very conservative. Like, I don't think it's... Like, I... I always imagine people there are always like, uh, very quiet and shy. And they kind of just sit there and they stare yeah, at I, you. I feel it's more reserved. Until... Compared to like America where it's more, uh, I guess expressive. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 mm. pretty interesting, like how the cultures differ from like like eight hour trip, like plane trip, towards yeah, like a five hour trip. Like I don't know, it feels uh, pretty amazing just how far some people are and the differences we have with like culture, food, and everything like that. It's pretty amazing how humans just like scatter all around the world and just create their own communities like that. Yeah. Yeah, every country kind of has their own little culture. I, I guess America is different. It's a little more of like a mixing pot of like a variety of people. It's, I, mean, I guess still based on the American values, it's uh, we still have a lot of different things that we're trying to integrate with each other, uh, culture-wise. Yeah, and every state is it's it's pretty different. You know, going from New York all the way down to Florida. Typically, in New York, people are more I I guess more cold slash stone face in a sense. You know, like a if you mm. like just meet someone in New York or just walking around New York, people don't really pay attention to you unless you have business to do. Since everyone in New York, especially New York City, you know they have destinations to go to, and people just keep keep walking and trying to you know, uh, accomplish things as best as they can, as fast as they can as well. And if you go all the way back to let's say the West Coast, it feels more I don't know. It feels more expensive. I've I've never been to the West Coast. You know, hoping, hoping mm -hmm. one day, but there it feels more sunshine and generally, oh, it feels generally nicer people there. I'm, I'm not too sure why, but oh, between the West Coast and East Coast, I feel there's like a good amount of differences, like the expression, the cultures, and I guess general vibes that that, that I feel when when I, uh, well, I never been to West Coast, but I, I feel when I, I just see like the comparisons between the West and East Coast. Do you kind of feel that kind of, that kind of same comparison? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that definitely being, um, or living in 
like New York City. It feels like I think what you're talking about is like the hustle and bustle. It feels like everyone is kind of always like rushing. There's always work. Like everyone's always like in a. It's, it feels like a frenzy, like a business meeting. Like the city is always like running. Like it's always like running itself. People are always like moving towards like something, maybe a goal or something. But they're always like hustle and bustle. I I've lived in the West Coast for a few years, and I can say like it feels a little more lax in a way. Nah, I, I guess it also depends where you're living. Like where I stayed, uh, I was staying all the way in the San Fran, and that feels like a little more like lax, like a little slower. I'm not sure about LA. I mean, I've only been to LA like a few times, but it always the only thing I can ever remember from LA is like I guess it's probably where I've like been in LA, but it's mostly like a lot more traffic, not not much hustle. I guess it's hustle and bustle, but like my my, I guess the way I felt was like a little more slower more slower in the west coast oh yeah I, I definitely seen the images of like la traffic and especially traffic in like california like i've seen those pictures where there's like miles and miles of cars with red lights on but mm -hmm. uh, i i can't imagine sitting in traffic on like a friday night and just trying to get home after a, a tough day of work but uh, i feel we have pretty bad travel problems especially here in new york city if it's rush hour oh man you will not be moving for like half an hour or an hour sometimes. Yeah, I guess, I guess it. Yeah, I, I guess like it's it's being like two cities, both you know I guess cities like cities generally have like traffic problems. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like those kind of cities, especially like one that get just gets bigger and bigger. Just uh, traffic is just a horrible nightmare. And hopefully, once we get those flying cars yeah. or I don't know underground tunnels or just phasing in between people. It'll all be gone mm. forever. That's my uh, number one, number one dream so far. Hmm. Seeing you now, just uh, I can just imagine you're like one of those types that like just uh, commutes through like a bike or like one of those electric uh, skateboards. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've, ne I've never done those electric skateboards, but uh, they do seem like fun. But I've had a coworker who used them, and he said they go really fast. Like I think. His board went around 30 miles per an hour or something like that, or 20. And yeah, he just he just like shot out of the driveway and just ran around, ran, ran around his like area so fast. Yeah, and mm. I guess for skateboarding and everything else, I feel both West and the East Coast have pretty similar ski culture or I guess outdoor culture, but I feel West Coast has more outdoorsy things with like mountains and doing stuff like, that, like hiking. Mm. I, I feel that's more for the West Coast than East Coast. Since East Coast is more like skiing or I guess cold sports since it gets really cold here pretty fast, especially in the Northeast. That's true. As a as a as a route here, yeah, it is uh pretty pretty chilly. Yeah, I mean there's like a lot of like hiking trails. If it, when I think of West Coast I'm thinking of just like around like all the way from Washington State, California, Nevada. I mean, there's also like the other states around it, adjacent to it too. But like, I guess there's like a lot more openness, like a lot more trails, mountains that they can go around. I mean, we're we're. I mean, if you're in the if you're in any city, most most of the time, I feel like New York is just a concrete jungle. Or New York City, not the state. State itself, New York State itself, has a lot of hiking trails and it's basically wilderness. It's more like farmland than anything. Uh, it depends where you go, but oh, yeah, very true. I feel like most of New York, yeah, it's just it's just a giant, it's just a giant forest. You have like Buffalo, you have uh, New York City, 
Yeah, especially go like to Massachusetts or Pennsylvania or, or even Maine. Yeah. Or any any other those states in the northeast. It's like mainly I won't say farmland, but most just like forests and expanding terrain. Which is pretty nice, especially if you if you're in a big city, it's always good to just like get out of the city and just breathe fresh air for once and not uh pollution that's destroying the city. What do you think uh what do you think of the dating scene is like? Hmm, that's a pretty good question. Like between both. You know, like like I don't I can't imagine that being too different, right? Like I feel like in both cities it's no, not both. I'm sorry, not in both cities, but like, like, is there? There shouldn't be like a huge difference between like dating in the West Coast versus like dating on the East uh, Coast. Yeah, I don't think there's too big a difference. I think some hobbies might be different. Uh, every time I think of West Coast, I feel like oh, you know, some people are surfers or they have lots of like you know sun and yeah. tanning. While like East Coast is like oh, gotta bundle up or you know go apple picking. That, that kind of <laughs> yeah, the, the, okay. yeah those, those kind of vibes <laughs> so i think the dating scene is kind of is pretty similar but the the hobbies that people do and both of those coasts are very different and i would love to do some apple picking that that's that's how you know I, i'm from the east coast i i have not done apple picking say what <laughs> yeah i it's not that i don't want to do it or don't like to do it uh, you just haven't done it. I mean, it sounds like a fun time. It sounds like you just go there for a picnic or something, pick up apples. Actually, now with the times that's currently happening, I heard that they limit the amount of time that you can be at, like, an orchard to pick apples. I think they limit it by, like, maybe an hour or two hours, and then you gotta, like, once you're done picking, you gotta, like, leave. That, that's a good idea. And it's it's a pretty good activity. You know, you can pick your own apples. And it's fun trying to find, like, you know, good apple and just, you know, maybe sneak a bite or two into like an apple and just see how good they are they have a lot of different varieties and it's a general like fun time one of the bonuses of apple picking is going to the to the nearby store the, the farm store getting some apple cider apples uh, also apple cider donuts some fruit flavored desserts they got it all in there which i definitely mm. like I'm, I'm i'm big i'm a big sweets person so Anything that has like a little hint of sugar or that something is very dessert, desserty, I'm all in. Hmm. That sounds good. Maybe you should put that in your like, in your profile, in your dating profile. Don't worry, Troy. When I make Weeby, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that in your dating profile. I don't know where. Maybe uh, I'm i put that you like uh, Fruit Basket, <laughs> the anime or the manga. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And just make sure my profile pic is like a an apple tree. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Actually, wait, do you do you know what Fruit Basket is? Uh, it's, it's about a, a cat, right? Or something? It's about a... I can't even say. What I will say is that, uh, all I know from looking at the covers and glancing at, like, the, uh... <laughs> glancing at the, I guess, the cover of it or, like, some of the pages, it looks like it's, a. It's a very romantic book. Oh. I love romantic stuff. Ah, but it's very, uh, feminine. Hey, that's all good to me. Between two dudes. Oh. No, no, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty. Like this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, I know it's twenty twenty, and like half the West Coast is on fire. Oh dear, that is very true. Eh, eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, right? and that's uh, 
nothing we see here in the East Coast. We just get hurricanes. Yeah, well. Yeah, we we both uh, have natural yeah. disasters on both. We get hurricanes. Yeah, and actually, yeah. not one part of America is safe from natural disasters. The Midwest has tornadoes and dust storms. East Coast has hurricanes and tropical storms, and uh, West Coast has uh, forest fires and earthquakes. What would, what would you like on that note? Like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have to like have hurricanes, snowstorms versus like earthquakes? And mm. wildfires, and maybe the occasional drought. You know what? That's that's kind of tough. Since I guess I lived through all of the, I guess hurricanes, snowstorms, everything like that, I would say it's not that bad. Yeah. Well, considering I'm far up north, so the hurricane is like pretty weak when it gets here. But the snowstorms can get really bad here. Yeah. And uh, and I also love snow, yeah. so it's kind of like a positive for me. Uh, I love cold cold weather. But would you like snow enough to, to, like, to have a giant snowstorm that blocks your driveway that is uh, like two yeah, feet actually. high? I don't know. Since you know, back in the day, oh. it'd be a snow day. But with the course that we're doing right now, with schooling and everything, I feel that you know, maybe in fifteen to twenty years, snow days will be non-existent. It'll just be, oh, it's snowy yeah. today. Oh, that's that's fine. Let's just go remote into school and uh, computing classes there. I, I guess I was thinking. I was trying to. I was thinking about like uh, what we were discussing, and I was trying to think of like, what is something that would make? What is a question that would make you truly determine, like I guess West Coast versus East Coast? And it would basically. I guess at this point we're trying to figure out the survivability and slash and slash like the cons that you could live through, and so. For you, it sounds like you would still live in the East Coast, just even though you get the snowstorms and the occasional hurricanes. I mean, not the occasional hurricanes, but it happens so often. Well, instead of living in like the the desert, not desert heat, living in this, living in a place that's drought-ridden, <laughs> fires, and earthquakes. Think about it now; it's even more like, like I guess we shouldn't like put things like this kind of question into like categories of like into like some kind of review process you know like survivability one to five or like uh or like dating one to five but like i feel like that'd be an interesting like billboard or like giant like spreadsheet to have where you basically just have east versus west coast and you kind of list out the pros and cons and you constantly list it or you have like a like a yelp review <laughs> based on the region i mean that would be pretty fun survey to take to be honest like, like you know it's like gives like most people who live in America and say, oh, which would you rather be in, considering these conditions? I think it would be, for me, I feel like it would be more interesting to have, like, a tourist that's not even from the States to go in and, like, they live in one area versus another and they kind of just go through that Yelp review, st like, stage and they review, they review oh. the entire coast. They review from, like, the West versus the East Coast. One out of five, not enough free food. Exactly. Uh, one out, one out of five. Too many homeless. <laughs> oh, that's a bad one. But uh, <laughs> zero out of five forest fires. <laughs> oh yeah, I I can only see it now. What what would you name your website for reviewing these coasts? Oh, man. coast to coast. Yeah, coast to coast, like space ghost, yeah. space ghost, coast to coast. Uh. I don't, I'm not even sure if anyone would remember that show or uh, or know that from what we're talking about, but it was like a, what was it? It was like on tsunami or 
Yeah, it was in like a tsunami or Adult Swim, where it was just a guy. Who, it was just like a. It, it was just some kind of cartoon that did like its own talk show, and they talked about random topics, very similar to this one. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I would. I guess I would have to call it Coast to Coast. I think that would be it. Yeah, it Coast fits in. Yeah. Too. Yeah, Coast to Coast, and it's basically a giant Yelp review. You. You go in and uh, I give you like five categories, uh, like survivability, like I, I not, maybe not survivability, like disaster rating, um, food, dating, livability, maybe not livability, rent, you know, something like that, something like a like a five stage. I feel like something like this already exists, but it it would be an interesting survey slash website to see like how many people would judge it. Or how many people will actually use it? I would take that survey and just contribute to the cause. Now, now, would you like to have a dating app that is focused on people who submitted surveys on that website? <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. Would it be anonymous surveys or would the person have to put their name in? Ah, yes, that's true. Um... I feel for authenticity, like a Yelp review, I think it has to be attached to an account. Like it has to be attached to a face. Like it has to be attributed to someone. So it can't be anonymous. My name in Yelp is Pancake Eater two two one. Yeah, like I feel like Pancake Eater is like another youth euphemism for like something else. Ah, uh, just called pancakes. Ah, uh, okay. Pancakes are <laughs> one of the best breakfast foods out there. I know West Coast has them, I know East Coast has them. That's why we have a pretty strong bond. Uh -huh. It's between breakfast food and I think that's about it. That's, you know, the biggest bond we have between them. Some good old breakfast food. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess that's could be, that's in general, right? Like every, I feel like every state should have some, some good uh, breakfast food. That's true. As well as like a good, uh, I guess diners. Diners are one of the best things ever yeah. in America. Like, you know, 2 a.m. diner. Yeah. 2 a.m. pancakes. Mm. I mean, if you were to think about, if you were about to think think of things that unite uh, states and even like co like coasts, like West Coast versus East Coast, like the things that would unite them, you know, I mean, every state, every state technically has a, his McDonald's. They have their own fast food chains, but the, every state has like McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, I guess. I guess we 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 should just uh, unite <laughs> unite under <laughs> one banner of uh, of America based on uh based on all the fast food we have. Yeah, and especially like for some, I guess fast food. Some of them don't exist. I think ah, uh, what was it called? Carl's Jr. It doesn't really exist in the East Coast. It's East Coast, right? East Coast, right? I never seen a Carl's Jr. Here. Yep. I really would want to try their burgers one day. Yeah, I've I've also rarely seen like a Jack in a Box. I, I I know there's some like that exist here, but I rarely see them. I don't actually see them in New York. I don't think I've seen a Jack in a Box. Yeah, same here. And I think Whataburger is that another one? Yeah, Whataburger. That that is definitely another For one. For the longest time, I thought that uh, Whataburger was Canadian. I don't know why. It just it just felt like oh, Whataburger is Canadian. It's 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 very weird. Yeah. Hmm. Oh shit, man! Looks like the uh, we're gonna get more wood. God, it's actually pretty uh, pretty nice outside. Fucking chilly. Oh yeah, it's getting a bit chilly. Let's get some more wood. Hey, what's that rustling over there? <laughs>